0: Liberty Lockdown, please in your barcode Your liberty ain't gone, but yes yeah, on hold Where did it come from and where did it go? It requires a fight, not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne If you're right with the thought, you've always got a home The virus you're scared of will come and it'll go The government knows this, don't get treated like a hoe Let's get into the show Here we go Welcome everybody to another episode of Liberty Lockdown this is Clint on a Saturday Just got done watching the uh, Million MAGA March on, uh, online Didn't watch all of it, obviously But the clips are abundant of confrontations between Antifa and their ilk And then the MAGA folks And I gotta say, um, coming away from it I, I don't know how you come to any other conclusion than you know we're, we're on a war footing in this country And I don't say that with any glee Um, I don't seek it I don't want confrontation I've said numerous times I'm a peaceful person I have no interest in bloodshed But when you look around yourself I don't see how This boiling cauldron Is quelched Without blood And I mean we've already seen bloodshed So This is (laughs) I can't even believe I'm having this conversation I can't even believe I'm telling you What I'm saying right now Um But it's where we're at. And, you know, I could sit here and say, I told you so. And, you know, this is this is what lockdowns have wrought. Uh, It goes a lot deeper than that, obviously. But when you lock people in their homes and, you know, divide the country based off of mask use and and, you know, those that are more freedom oriented or want to do it voluntarily, you end up with really contentious, sensitive points that, you know, can Divide a country And that's what we've seen I mean we have seen a the country divided Started um, Decades ago Really But I won't get into all that I've done that in prior episodes uh, The election I think Has now opened the eyes Of 73 million Trump supporters Who believe Rightly or wrongly that Their candidate was robbed of You know re-election In my eyes that's that's a good thing I think we need these people To understand what they're up against To understand that The system is not going to save them From the socialist hordes And I think that They probably thought that They could stem the tide And they could prevent this from getting As ugly as it appears to be getting If if Trump won re-election And now that they Perhaps correctly, I don't know Believe that Trump was robbed of re-election Uh, they will become increasingly radicalized to the point that they no longer trust authority, they no longer trust uh, systems that are established to protect the little guy, you know, the FBI, CIA, uh, mainstream news, things like that, which historically, the perception, especially amongst the right, has been that those organizations are there to protect us. And I think that that's tremendously good news that these people are starting to Open their eyes to the to the reality that these these organizations have not been our benefactors for a very long time. I, I wish they had learned it sooner. We probably wouldn't be at this point had they. But you know, welcome aboard, anyways. I, I appreciate your willingness to learn, no matter how painful it is. Uh, my friend Elise was actually texting me yesterday about how heartbroken she is about everything that's going on in the news, and I'm I'm totally sympathetic. You know, I I feel the same way. Uh, I just want to. You know, encourage and send my appreciation to all of those out there that are at long last willing to look at the real issues in front of us and to look at it with a new eye. Basically challenge yourself, challenge your preconceived notions, challenge your biases and seek out alternative information and evaluate it as if you don't know. That goes for all of us, including myself. You know, we have to be more open-minded as a people because the indoctrination has been so deep, and so long lasting, that any preconceived notion really needs to be, at least reevaluated at a minimum. <laughs> Hysterically, the uh, the guy who probably did that for more people in this country than anybody else over the past thirty years has been Alex Jones, <laughs> and I can't believe I'm saying this, but in hindsight, I I laughed off Alex Jones. I really did. I mean, I, I appreciated. His energy, I appreciated his entertainment value. I thought that he was a character, uh, but I didn't take his more outlandish statements seriously. And a few of them have come to pass that have demonstrated definitively he was correct. And obviously, some of the things he said I don't agree with, so I'm not going to go into all of those things. But what I viewed in the past as fear mongering about Agenda 21, um, wow, was I wrong? That shit is real as hell. And all you have to do is look at the World Economic uh, Forum to realize that, you know, this is no longer game planning. This is implementation time. And they are bringing it to our shores, like it or not. You know, these are international organizations that are now basically dictating on the local municipal level how our governments operate. You know, they have um, sustainable development programs in basically every local city council and they vote on these things but you know it sounds good but it's a repackaging of basically the new world order and the, uh, the you know the green new deal internationally it's it's mind blowing how successful they've been and they've done it kind of in the light of day you know it, with with Alex Jones out there beating the drum as he did so aggressively Many of us were aware of these terms We were aware of these plans We just didn't take them seriously and, and you know, I have some sympathy for those people Because I was one of them I didn't take it seriously I didn't believe that there was actually These nefarious organizations out there That could really implement things from Europe That would affect me in San Diego Like, that seems far-fetched And I think it was reasonable to think it was far-fetched But in hindsight, I was wrong these people have done it We are bearing witness to the fruits of their labor And if you're unwilling to Now, you know, circle back And reassess All of Alex's most crazy uh, claims I think it's a mistake I mean, they, he, was, he was on top of uh, The Bohemian Grove people Kind of the, the original NWO people He was also on top of the You know, child sex trafficking stuff With Jeffrey Epstein and whatnot. I mean, he has he has hit some serious home runs in his day, and I think I think the lesson that I took away from it is that a journalist is supposed to be risking their lives to tell the people the truth, and journalists don't really do that anymore, for the most part. And I think that Alex Jones, well, he's clearly an entertainer, and he is self declared, um, and he's an amazing one at that, but he may be the best journalist we've got. I mean, this guy this guy digs deeply. He actually gets up, you know, off his couch, goes out on the ground where shit's going down, puts himself out there on the regular. Consider this my apology, Alex Jones. You're a legend. I jokingly said I would commission statues in your honor on Twitter today if we win. And I hope we will. And if we do win, I think he deserves it. And I'm not joking. (laughs) I think that Alex Jones deserves a ton of credit for waking up a lot of people. And I know a lot of his fans and his supporters out there aren't the brightest bunch, but they're kind of like gut instinct or bullshit detectors. Like they knew in their soul that something was wrong. Something was off. And Alex Jones filled that void. So, you know, whatever you think about those people more broadly, I think that you should show some respect, you know? Show some respect for the people that were were willing to consider the most out there concepts Just simply because Their gut told them something was off And I think that many of my listeners Including myself Are those type of people We're, we're gut bullshit detectors And we know that the, this system Is not sustainable And I think that the libertarian movement Understands deeply Many of the root causes Being at the Federal Reserve Things of that nature But um, ultimately that's irrelevant You know, we, we are where we are at this point and the libertarian utopia is not coming without a major fight I think that you know half this country realizes that they're at war already uh, Maybe not half But the fringe elements of the left realize in their being, in their core That they are at war with what they believe is a fascist uprising Now, I think they're wrong I don't think that the MAGA people are a fascist uprising Far from it. But when you understand their mindset, you can understand why, even though every video we've seen today is right-wingers being attacked, even though they're, you know, protesting peacefully, being attacked by left-wing Antifa, you know, black flag-clad young kids, essentially, or people in their 20s, it looks like. Ultimately, these people that are attacking believe that they're under attack. So while, you know, I'm a huge proponent of the non-aggression principle... If you understand that these people believe That they're being aggressed upon You can understand why they believe That violence is justified Now I've said many times I don't think they're right I don't think they're being aggressed upon Any more than the rest of us are By the government that we all hate so much But they, they genuinely believe And they've bought the propagandistic lie That Trump is a unique evil That he is capable of ushering in you know, a Hitlerian type future for them. And while it's delusional, when you understand that perspective, you can better understand their action and therefore understand the violent tendencies. So what I'd like to do is try and help you and kind of direct our response. And not in the sense of like, oh, we need to go to war. I'm I'm not interested in war. I've said it numerous times. I don't want violence. But if you're if you're unwilling to realize that you are under attack for your being, for who you are as a person. You're still not awake. You you are under attack. And if you don't believe me, put on a MAGA hat, whether you believe in it or not, and go to one of these rallies and walk anywhere near some of these black-clad people and see what happens to you. You're under attack. I don't, I'm not a MAGA person. I didn't vote for Trump either time. I do believe that he was far better than Biden. That's a given. He didn't do enough particularly... Budgetarily, and with actually ending the wars to earn my vote. But ultimately, all of that is irrelevant because it appears that our vote was probably stolen. So who cares? Also, I'm in California. My vote wouldn't have mattered either way. But, anyways, I I want to direct us in many ways, much of what we've been doing has been working. So I want to maintain some sense of optimism. The unbelievable distrust and, more importantly, disdain for the corporate media. Is a win A huge win And all of us played a part in that So that alone is a sign of progress It's a sign of improvement It's a sign that in many ways We are winning this fight Now there are also many negative consequences That come from winning this fight And we have to be prepared for them The balkanization of ideological spaces Is being wrought upon us By the media apparatus Namely Twitter and Facebook Who are now Banning any dissident thought And forcing us into our ever increasingly Small echo chamber Be it parlor or gab or whatever And that's how they want it Because regardless of You know The American principle of free speech These people simply don't believe in free speech And the sooner you wrap your head around that The better off you'll be They don't believe in free speech They think that hate speech is rightfully banned And should be That is not free speech In any sense of the imagination You have to acknowledge that these people Don't have your values They don't have your principles They don't believe in it So stop talking to them like Oh you're being a hypocrite Oh you don't care about the Bill of Rights They don't care about the Bill of Rights If they give it lip service Don't believe it Their actions tell you clear as day They don't give a fuck If you have something to say that they disagree with They will ban you and they will laugh about it that's how, that's how it's going down, so recognize it, adjust, adapt, do something different uh, Most importantly, I want to encourage you to make yourself important enough to be banned The more of us that are living in this dystopic nightmare And the more examples we have of people that are not willing to play ball That are willing to say the hard truths and let the chips fall where they may, the better off And if that requires you to get a new job or start the entrepreneurial path that you've been talking about for years, go do it. We need you in this fight. We need people who are willing to say what needs to be said and pay the consequences no matter how irresponsible and unfair they are. If you get banned for telling the truth, you are a soldier in this fight. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's how far down the path we are. We need more Alex Jones out there. And Alex Jones spawned Thousands of people if not millions That will will carry on his legacy And he's not gone either So have some hope Have some courage Follow in his path I mean you don't have to believe in interdimensional You know pedophile demons But it would be helpful If you were to tell the truth And to do so unafraid Realizing that you can survive Whatever the technocracy does to you You'll be okay Getting banned from Twitter is not the end of the world It's just not Losing your job isn't the end of the world But losing your soul That has a more lasting effect So Make sure that you're, you're really calculating The cost here Is it worth Biting your tongue And hiding Just to continue to play the game Or should you help speed it up Should you help us Create the alternative platforms That are necessary To end the oligopoly on you know conversation that we 're experiencing because I promise you this, I promise you this Facebook and Twitter will not be the dominant platforms a decade from now. they probably won't be five years from now, maybe even less. The more people get banned, the more of us have a backbone. The more of us tell them we're going to say what we have to say, and you can you know can us if you want, the better the faster the alternative platforms. Will arise because the more and more of us Will have to go there And the more of us go there The more we'll go there It becomes a snowball effect And it's already begun People are already vacating Twitter for Parlor Because they are sick of it And unfortunately at this point It's largely just MAGA people And that's okay I have nothing against MAGA people for the record But we need free speech advocates there We need people who Beyond Orange Man Are going to value and fight for free speech. And speak their mind no matter what. And I think that if the left one day wakes up. And they realize that their echo chamber has become ironclad. And that they are hearing no dissenting viewpoints. They might realize that life is kind of boring that way. And they might start to come over. And I think they will. Because you know what? The counterculture. The people who actually tell truth. Are the actual counterculture. They're the people who are really able to shift things because you are you are the downtrodden you are the people who are not being voiced or not having your opinions voiced in the mainstream entertainment cycle so you can actually shift the culture by being an outsider the mainstream is no longer popular you know we don't like almost anything that's mainstream at least my circle of friends like we like all the fringe stuff we like tim dylan and Alex Jones and Dave Smith And like the, the guys who are out there uh, Eric July The guys who are out there just telling it How they, how they see it And letting the chips fall, fall where they may You know Tim Dillon's a gay dude Who's a lefty And I, he, he has more in common With me And the right than many MAGA people like this guy gets it He understands that that The culture is sick Regardless of our differences of opinion on economic policy He understands that we're fighting the same fight And I understand it you know that When people talk about bottom unity Where it's you know libertarian socialists and libertarian you know, ANCAP types I don't have any similarities with libertarian socialists Largely because they don't believe in the non- non-aggression principle But also they don't really stand up for free speech Any lefty that stands up for free speech An old school liberal I'm good with Let's ride, bro You're with me, I'm with you Let's do this We can deal with the economic shit at the end of the day But culturally and rights-wise We need to ally with anybody who's seeing things the way we do We need these people in our fight So do not alienate and open your ears And stay um, supportive You know, Really propel these people to the places that they ought to be Because Tim Dillon, I swear to God is one of the funniest comics out there. One, because he's just funny. But two, because he gets it. He actually sees through the Matrix. You know? He gets all of the issues that we're most concerned with, and he makes comedy out of it. And that kind of comedy is undeniable because we all feel it in our bones when we hear truth. We just do. And I think that's why these people oftentimes get banned because when you're really telling the truth, like hard, brutal truth... Oftentimes people aren't equipped for it. And I had Jesse on my show a week or two ago, and she was pointing that out, that you know, the coddling of the children has created an environment in which people don't want to be pushed. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to have their emotions questioned. They don't want to be hurt. They're very fragile people. But the reason that they ban you is because when you tell a truth, even they know it. They feel it. Truth is undeniable. They can buy the lie... And they can even live the lie, but they can't not hear the truth. Most of these people, I mean, some of them are unreachable, so don't get me wrong. And the message I want to bring to you guys is that while Alex Jones has the how we got here, like he has explained the how, we have the what to do next. And that is the, the strength and the beauty of the libertarian ideology or the philosophy is that we actually have the answers on how to kind of reconfigure our society to stop with the sickness to allow us to think freely and to speak freely and to be independent of the will of the masses while alex has a lot of the answers he still th- he still has the faith in the system that you know a guy like trump can save us and i think that the the sooner we disabuse ourselves of that notion that we're going to have some hero that sweeps in or swoops in and And solves all that ails I think the better off we'll be I'm mean, i not opposed to having leaders Obviously I was a huge Ron Paul supporter But the odds of a a guy That actually has all the answers Getting in and getting into power Is basically zero So you have to realize that um, At least in the short term We're far more likely to have a strongman uh, Dictator type Either of the right or left variety And I'm not interested in either of those options So uh, I think that my personal tactic is going to be to encourage those on the left that are extremely unhappy with how the system's set up to take their own landmass, to say to them, hey, I don't agree with you and you don't agree with me, but we don't want to go to war, do we? Try and try and appeal to their heart. Try and say to them, "I I love you, but we need to go our separate ways. There's nothing wrong with admitting a relationship isn't working out. And that's all I'm doing I'm just trying to acknowledge and admit That we have irreconcilable differences And I don't want to get our attorneys involved <laughs> I just want to, you know, let you have the other house And I'll, I'll keep the one over here Okay, bud? <laughs> and yes, I know that it's, it's Pollyanna-ish To think that the government is just going to allow that easily But there are numerous examples historically Of countries uh, dividing peacefully it does happen, so we don't necessarily have to be on a war footing to end this war or even let it go fully hot. I think that that's the the peaceful tactic. I think that's the one that that gives us our best chance of success long term. Is that you know we can we can have half of this country or a third of this country divvied off. Let us have Texarkana, you know. Just give us a little slice of freedom, and you can have your. Socialist dystopia elsewhere Okay? I think that's a fair compromise You don't want us We don't want you Goodbye Handshake Kiss on the cheek Peace out And the only alternative Is if the left Kind of has a Re-enlightenment Where they Re-embrace You know Traditional Liberal values Of You live your life I live mine You leave me alone I leave you alone And If that's possible Great You know Maybe this country can can reunify under kind of its founding principles. But I think we, any adults in the room can acknowledge that that's extremely unlikely. These people have basically abandoned any sort of classical liberal values. They are more interested in the government providing everything and oppressing anyone that disagrees with them ideologically. And I think as long as that's the case, separation is the only answer. It's the only peaceful one, at least And while I don't think that the right would have any issue winning a hot war I don't want to do that, folks I have no interest in going to war with the sociology majors You know, God bless their hearts But I don't really want to have to no-scope my barista I don't And I think, if anything, 2020 has shown us that Ultimately, our ideological divide is so stark at this point That there is no unifying this country under these current circumstances I mean, as long as you believe that microaggressions and you know social media posts are grounds for firing someone. I don't want to live in a country with you. And you don't want to live in a country with me, so this is perfect. I mean, we're at least at agreement with that, right? Do you hate me so much that you would only be happy if I was in bondage? Because if that's the case, a hot war is the only answer. So I hope that's not your response. I hope your response is, I want you to live. I want you to live how you want to live, but I want you to do it not near me. Like, give me Somalia. Like, give me my own Somalia, but call it Texas. You can have the rest. I'm not even greedy. I don't need a big landmass. I just want a small slice of old school American principles. You know, a place that actually values the Bill of Rights, a place that carries on all of the evolution that we've seen, but leaves some of the, our, our more historical atrocities in the dust. You know, I, I'm not a fan of. Bondage of any type, and I don't want to be in bondage just to keep you happy And guess what? I also don't want you in bondage to keep me happy I want you to be able to live your socialist dream, but I want you to do it with your money, not mine Fair?